This is an Anami podcast. If you do have debt, first and foremost, give yourself grace. But then what can you do to make sure that there is an end goal and you're not just consistently paying off the minimums and it just feels like nothing is happening? So setting a clear timeline and defining it, right? Then you can be really intentional to make sure that you're able to pay that off. What's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the 9 to Fly podcast. I'm your host, Sunia Elamina Flynance. And before we get into today's episode, you know what I'm going to say. Don't forget to click follow and subscribe at 9 to Fly Pod across social media and subscribe to our YouTube. Now, I'm super excited about today's episode because we don't talk enough about financial planners and knowing when is the right time to bring in a trusted expert to help you manage your finances. So my guest today is incredible, and I know that you're going to walk away with so many gems. She is on a mission to help shift the conversation and the narrative around creating generational wealth. She's a certified financial planner and managing director at Zenith Wealth Partners. She's a true boss. Okay, first of all, I didn't even know that Black women under the age of 35 could be managing directors, and here she is breaking the mold. And because of her work, she was named on Investing News Top 40 Under 40. Please welcome one of my sister girls who also puts the fly in nine to fly, Chelsea Ransom Cooper, to the show. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. I'm excited, too, because, you know, you are my CFP, but I feel Mm -hmm. like you've taught me a lot even in the few months that we've been working together. And I thought it was just so fitting as we talk about maximizing your income and Mm -hmm. starting to create wealth to bring on someone like you who is a true expert in this field. So. So let's just like make sure that everybody knows the difference between all these different titles that are out there. Like, what is the difference between a financial planner, a financial advisor, or other financial experts? Yeah, Help there's us. so many, right? There's so many. So you have like financial advisor, financial planner, investment advisor, financial coach, financial therapist, the list goes on and on. But I think the most important thing is just looking at what type of help are you looking for? Like that's first and foremost. Okay. And then you can align with uh, the type of person that's available. So let's start with like a traditional financial advisor. So that term is very, very loose and it kind of just mm. really includes anyone who's gone through some form of a series exam where they are licensed Um, But they may not be licensed in the way that you need them to be. So, for example, you know, if somebody works at a big wirehouse or broker dealer, they really may be more of an investment advisor. Right. They're helping you open investments. They're helping you with retirement. Okay, But they're not going to talk about things like budgeting, saving other aspects of your life or even insurance or taxes. Okay. Or you could work with somebody who works at an insurance company, right? They're a licensed insurance professional, Mm -hmm. but they're not going to touch on, you know, the taxes or the retirement or the investments. So it's really important to understand, you know, what type of financial advisor they are. Okay. But the easiest way to do that is always to just ask like, hey, how are you compensated? Mm. Like, what are you really doing as part of this, right? And if they're like, well, you know, I sell these products or I sell these investment vehicles, then you have a better idea of how they're incentivized. So then as a certified financial planner, that's what I am, we have what is called the fiduciary standard, right? Okay. So we have to act in the best interests of all of our clients. We have a duty of care, loyalty, and honesty to our clients. But then when you think about other um, advisors don't always have this, right? There's what's called a suitability standard, Mm -hmm. which means that you have to do what's suitable for the client or just the best that's available that you have, right? So that's where it gets really challenging is sometimes you may be working with an advisor where they're doing the best that they have available, but there's so much more on the marketplace, right? That actually could be really helpful for you. And that's why I decided to sit in the independent space so that I would have more access to different things to help people where they are because I didn't really want to be restricted. 
did where it's like, I can only access this or I can only help people with this. Life is so much bigger than that, right? Yeah. And people need holistic advice. So I think that's why if you have that certified financial planner or somebody that's independent, they can look at things very holistically. I love that. And I just want to like underscore what you said one more time. Explain fiduciary for us one more time <laughs> because I too have fallen victim to believing that someone who was recommended to me as a financial advisor mm -hmm. was going to have my best interests at heart and I was working with them to open up investing accounts and you know put all these things into my Roth IRA and it wasn't until I learned that oh no they are not a fiduciary which you explain which I want you to explain one more time I ended up putting my money into really expensive mutual funds mm -hmm. when to your point there were better low-cost options already on the market that met my Rex profile. So tell us again, what is a fiduciary and how can we ask people who may, you know, even if they're recommended to us by friends or family, how do we advocate for ourselves? Yeah, absolutely. So you really want to know, first and foremost, are they a CFP? Because okay. as a CFP, we have a fiduciary requirement immediately once they have those designations. But you can always ask specific questions in regard to like what is available. Because as a fiduciary, again, you have to do what's in the best interest of your client, mm -hmm. whether it's with you or not. I think a perfect example is you know how um even we've been working together right yeah and then sometimes you know there are options that i don't have that are better for you and i could say hey snia i don't have this this is better for you and mm -hmm. that's okay that is my fiduciary standard okay whereas if i had a suitability standard i would say well snia this is the best that i got you mm -hmm. gotta go with this okay right because i have this fiduciary standard i'm able to work with what's in your best interest regardless of whether i have it or not so i'm okay. really making sure that your intentions and your goals are met i love that that's that's so important i really appreciate what you're doing for our community let's dive into like deeper into like what is the role of a certified financial planner like like, you know, I feel like I came to at a time where I was just like, uh, I think I just need like a little bit more handholding. Mm -hmm. But like, who are the right people to consider a financial planner? And do you need to have a lot of money? to start. So that's a common question I get a lot is like, mm -hmm. oh, I need to have X amount of dollars before I can come to talk to you, Chelsea, or I can come to talk to any financial planner. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's not really the case, right? Because there's a lot of life that's going to happen. And I don't want you to wait and continuously make mistakes mm -hmm. when I can make sure that, you know, we're able to help you and stop any of those potential mistakes too. Um, so really what a certified financial planner is, is a comprehensive financial planner. So that's everything under the sun. We're talking budgeting, savings, debt payments, taxes, insurance, retirement, investments, real estate, company stocks, starting a business, the list goes on and on. If it's about your personal financial life, a certified financial planner can really help you in all of those aspects. Mm -hmm. And then each certified financial planner will be different, right? Like yeah. each person has a different niche. Some people work with people in tech. Some people work with business owners. Okay. Some people work with young families, right? So you want to understand if somebody can work with somebody who is like you and how they've helped people like you. Okay. But the nice thing is they're thinking about your whole life holistically and not just in like transactional pieces of, oh, I just need my taxes filed or I just need yeah. this insurance policy. It's all together. Okay. So then like for most of your clients with Zenith, like are these high net worth individuals? I mean, you kind of mentioned like a big misconception is you need a lot of money. 
So it sounds like anyone who may just want that financial guidance could be a right fit. Tell us more. So that's a great uh, point also is I think Zenith is really unique in this space Mm -hmm. because I have really been in the independent space as a certified financial planner for several years, but each firm is different. So the firm I was at before actually did have a minimum. So their rule was, you know, you either had to pay $10,000 for a financial plan or you had to have a million dollars of investable assets to work with them. That's a lot. Exactly. (laughs) So like we're actually, we're excluding people, right, to get access to high quality financial advice. Yeah. And that's really where Jason and I came together and decided to create Zenith because we were like, well, there's really good advice in the independent space that is meeting the fiduciary standard, but people don't have $10,000 or a million dollars to pay for a financial plan or to have that partner with them. So that's exactly what we've been able to do at Zenith is really help meet people where they are. So we do hourly consultations. We do educational sessions. We do one-time financial plans if you just want to see holistically how you're doing. And then, of course, we have, you know, the traditional investment advice and then more of that comprehensive, like, accountability partner financial planning as well. So we have different um, options to really help meet people where they are, wherever they are on their financial journey. I love it. It's so needed. Again, really want to say how much I appreciate the work that you and your team are doing. So we actually met on the travel scene. We did. We did not even meet like as <laughs> as finance girlies. And before we started recording, I mean, you were telling me that you literally have like two more international trips planned <laughs> this year. Um, yeah. So that's what I mean by she pressed the fly nine to five people. <laughs> Okay, so two fellow avid travelers. Mm-hmm. Travels also is obviously very important to us. And I know that you advise a lot of your clients who also travel often. So how do you advise your clients to budget both for the future and like their present wants, like for things that they love like travel? So travel is something that is super important, honestly, to a lot of our clients. And it's yeah. so funny because sometimes people will schedule intro calls with us and they're like, oh, I saw Chelsea's Instagram <laughs> and I saw that she travels. So I know she'd be outside. Gonna, so I could tell that she's not <laughs> to tell me I have to stop traveling so I want to work with her yeah which is so funny because it's like being relatable but also understanding the things that are really important to people that is also a part of financial planning right yeah if somebody says they really like to spend money and send their kids to like after school and go on trips I'm not going to tell them not to do that yeah we're going to figure out a way around it so I think this is the whole part of planning though like making sure that you have a plan in place okay so even for a lot of clients right now I'm telling them I'm like what do you want to do in 2024 think about it what are the trips right come to me with the list in January Mm -hmm. and then we're going to figure it out. What travel credit cards do you have? How can we balance this on points? How much should come out of cash flow? How much are business trips if you have a business, right? Because if we have a plan on how we can finance this, then it's okay, right? Then we feel good about going on the trips. Mm -hmm. But it's when we have surprise trips that we don't have plans for where it just feels like we're just losing control with our financial life. Yes. I can definitely relate to that. So, (laughs) you know, I appreciate that we have a line item for me to take all my 2024 trips. Yes. Without debt. So I love that. That answer. Um, okay, so let's let's just kind of talk about like just giving some advice to the people listening. Like, what are five things that we should all be doing right now to grow and protect our wealth? So the most important thing, honestly, is right now it's open enrollment for a lot of people. Okay. So the simplest thing is just like looking at your beneficiaries. And a lot of people are like, well, Chelsea, why is that really important? So if you think about it, when you have like retirement accounts, investment accounts, even your checking and savings account, you can actually designate a beneficiary. And what it does is if something were to happen to you, you know, that money is able to go directly 
directly to the people that you accounted for. Okay. I've had people who passed away in my, my life where they didn't have estate documents or beneficiaries set up, mm -hmm. and it just took forever to get access. You're paying for a lot of things out of pocket just because things were not set up in a fashion that was really easy for the people that you were leaving behind. Okay. Or it's just something really quick. You can just go and put a name, a primary, and then a contingent in case the primary isn't available that can just make um, the people that you love, well, you can make their lives so much easier. Yeah. Um, so, you know, if they're already grieving, the last thing you want to do is they're grieving and now they also need to go to court and try to figure out how to get access to your assets to pay for your funeral and all these other things. Yeah. So making sure you have your beneficiaries, I think is super important. And I love a high high yield savings account. Okay. I, know, I love a high yield savings account. I yes. feel like that's the simplest thing mm -hmm. um, that you can make sure that you have set up and making sure you have three to six months of your fixed expenses in there. And a trick on that that I like to do is you can actually automate portions of your paycheck to go directly into that savings. Yes. Because sometimes people are like, oh, Chelsea, I don't want to move the savings. Once it's in the checking, I already spend it. Well, let's just avoid that part, right? Let's just automatically from your paycheck have it go directly 10% into your savings. Yeah. So then you don't even have to think about it. And then whatever is in your checking is what you have left over. It's kind of like, yep. you know, if you go to a buffet and you put everything on the plate, you're going to eat it all. Yeah. But if you just have <laughs> less on the plate, well, then you'll make do with what you have. Yeah. Um, so I think that's really important, too. Um, and then I would also say making sure that you have a clear idea on how you are going to pay down your debt and then putting a clear timeline around it. Yeah. Because I think if you do have debt, first and foremost, give yourself grace. Right. We're all making steps to be better. But then what can you do to make sure that there is an end goal and you're not just consistently paying off the minimums and it just feels like nothing is happening? So setting a clear timeline and defining it, right? Maybe that's May 2025, 2026, and say, I am getting out of debt on this date. Yeah. And if you really like claim it and you set it, and then you can be really intentional to make sure that you're able to pay that off. But I also do feel like there's like an abundance mindset of it too where like life will put blessings in your way to make sure that you are able to achieve that goal as well mm -hmm. i think i got five you maybe got i was five? at four i think you need a you gotta give us one more all right one more double check your investment accounts and make sure they're actually invested okay um you wouldn't believe how many times especially when people leave a, a job and maybe they'll move their money to a rollover ira and it's just sitting in cash they didn't know that now that it's not in the 401k plan because you know it was automatically investing everything on their behalf now it's not being invested. It's just been sitting there for maybe one, two or three years. And that can really hinder, you know, we need growth. We need returns to make sure that we're able to retire, but also we can live the lifestyle we want. Yeah. So make sure that that money is invested and make sure that it's invested in a way that is aligned with you achieving everything that you're hoping for. Okay, period. All right. So to summarize, you said get a high yield savings account. Yeah. Are there any you recommend? So I like Marcus by Goldman Sachs. Okay. Um, and then I like Ally. Ally is nice because they have the little bucketing tool. Okay. So you can make like multiple in there, like multiple mini buckets. Like a travel fund. Or like exactly. A, a exactly. Fund or something. Exactly. Okay. So you could do, um, you can have one for your emergency saving. You can have one just for you know travel anything like that and then making sure that you have money set aside for travel intentionally and then being smart around it right once the money is there you know that's when you can book your flight when the money's not there all right we gotta we gotta wait until that that happens we gotta see how we can finesse it with points and then that's how you know the bucket that you have available okay so high yield savings yeah um add beneficiaries to all your accounts yeah pay make a plan to pay down your debt yes make sure your money's invested yes dang maybe i only did four <laughs> You definitely gave us five. You might only have four then. <laughs>
I could get a fifth. Did we summer? Maybe we summarized one of the other ones in two. Four and a half. It's fine. You definitely <laughs> you gave us more than five gems. Okay, fair. The, yeah, so it's okay. It's okay. So where can folks find you? Because I'm sure people listening to this episode are going to want to reach out to you, find out how they can work with you with Zenith. So give us a lowdown. Yeah, so you can find me at Chelsea.cfp. So I keep it very simple on Instagram. Elon Musk took my Twitter, so I don't have Twitter anymore. But um, They took your Twitter? They, uh, took my password. I have no, I can't get <laughs> Back oh my in. God. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so on Instagram, I'm there, Chelsea Ransom Cooper on LinkedIn. And you can always look at our firm, Zenith Wealth Partners. And we have offices in New York, Philly, DC, Boston, and now New Orleans as well. Oh, so y'all are doing the damn thing. Yeah. I'm here for it. We're changing the complexion of wealth. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that. <laughs> okay. So before we wrap up this episode, we are going to answer a question together that was submitted to the Hottie Hotline, which is my favorite segment where I get to answer questions live from listeners and viewers. So if you have a question that you haven't submitted, check out my show notes for the number to call or send me a voice message and I'll answer it on a future episode. So um, one nine to five hottie was asking like about what are some of the scams that we should look out for when it comes to like searching for like investing or financial help because they're abundant and I feel like I feel like especially around this time of the year like the holidays New mm -hmm. Year's like yeah people get to their scheming in there you know scamming so any things that you think we should watch out for yes so I, I always say social media is a blessing but sometimes like there's a lot of financial advice on social me media as well. So just keep in mind, like a lot of things are really general and they may not be applicable to you. And you don't want to mess yourself up trying to use one of the social media um, tips or strategies. And then you actually put yourself in a hole, right? Um, because it actually wasn't applicable with you. The IRS is now looking for you, a bunch of other things. Um, so I think it's important to remember like things are general and make sure that you have a a conversation with somebody to figure out is, how is this applicable for me okay so now how can I implement something like this before you go and implement it yeah um, but then it's also important to ask you know like hey how long have you been doing this how have people who are in a scenario like me succeeded yeah. in working with you because I think a lot of people sometimes like pop up and they're like hey I'm doing this now and I've been doing it for like a week or two and it's like uh oh uh, let me know. Get Reach those yeah, exactly. Okay. You want to make sure that they actually have like proof of being able to help people in your specific scenario so that you know that you're getting the return on whatever you're investing with this person. Okay. That's super helpful. Thank you so much. Yeah. This is such a great conversation. <laughs> yes. On to our next trip. <laughs> Okay, you heard it here, folks. Uh-oh. No, we'll, we'll see if I get on Chelsea's 2024 travel schedule because you be outside, ma'am. Well, we got to, as long as it's a carnival, I'm here for it. Okay, well, you have to plan it because I don't know. I have never, I've never been to a carnival. Oh, well, okay. We'll, okay. we'll add Trinidad or St. Lucia Carnival to the Ooh, list. I don't know if that's in the budget. <laughs> Trinidad's not in the budget. St. Lucia. We'll okay, do St. Lucia. Lucia. All right. Lucia. There we go. <laughs> Um, okay, I absolutely just love that conversation. And I know that you're probably walking away with so many great gems. So I want to thank my guest Chelsea again for coming on to the show. And thank you for listening. If you haven't already, be sure to click subscribe, especially if you watch this on YouTube right now, the button's right there. Um, and follow us across social media at nine to fly pod and tune in next week because I'll be back with yet another episode helping you maximize your income, secure the big obnoxious bag, and live the hottie lifestyle that we all want and deserve. So until then, talk to you soon. Bye.